T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm not going to say we got hot at the right time, but we start winning at the right time. Toward that tail end of the year, you start finding yourself what kind of team you got, the character of your team, too. The will to win is real, and we're going to continue to be resilient. The love and the energy that we have for each other right now, the trust and the communication that we have in practice and throughout the week within our game plans. We want to win football games. That's the main sense and the, the main feeling that we have in this facility right now is do whatever it takes to get it done. You know, it got to a certain point in the year where it's just like, hey, this is the way it's going to be, so time to buck up and get the job done. And I think that's really what the guys have done. They've come together and, and played for one another, and that has formed an identity throughout the last four or five weeks. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20, 25, 30. He could go 50, 40. They're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on the home of the Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550. You know you make me want to will not rest until T-Pain performs the Shout Song live. That's it. We can't get the Isley Brothers to do it. That's T-Pain. He's got to come and perform it live. Come on, it's so good. That whole concert was amazing. Don't, I don't know if you saw the live stream, Yeah, but like I've seen bits and pieces of it. He sang so many different songs. He sang War Pigs in that, and in he, that concert. And Ozzy Osbourne said that it was the best cover he's ever seen of War Pigs. Right, yeah. Yes. Good morning. It's Jeremy White and Josh Schmidt producing. Joe's out today. Just been sick this week, so hopefully he's good to go. Um, Next week, Sunday, you know, tough week to miss, but uh, he's feeling better. But Joe had to miss this week. Got sick, you know. Stuff goes around. I was sick a couple weeks ago, and, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. So, hey, welcome to Football Friday. And I've got the question for everybody out there. Football Friday presented by Topps Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game. I've got a question that reveals an inconvenient truth, I think. I'm going to post I've already posted the Twitter poll. And I started to write this down as a take about the game. And I've ch- I've changed it to a poll because if it's a poll, a web poll, Twitter poll, people won't yell at me for this take. But I'll just say it on the air what the take is. Is basically that I think a lot of the weather panic is actually uh, Bills fans that are worried about the bad Bills showing up projecting a little bit. 
We're going to have to talk about the weather, not only here but in Kansas City, because what we're seeing is, I want to say it, everybody is freaking out. It's everybody. People that live across the country are thinking about these games played in these conditions. It is kind of funny that Kansas City is the one that has the much worse conditions. We'll get the latest forecast and uh, you know dig into it. I saw Scott Kazmar, football analyst, guy we talked to on the show. He is, what's he out of? Scott Kazmar is a NFL writer, Pro Football Writer Association. He suggested that every stadium going forward must be a dome. All of them. Every single stadium. There should be 32 domes, without exception, because we cannot handle what's about to come this weekend, both in Buffalo and Kansas City. In Kansas City, the latest forecast is the wind chill will be 30 below, which is dangerous territory to be outside. I would like to point out that for the teams, that's tough. For the people going to the games, that's voluntary. You don't have to go, right? You don't have to go. You maybe paid to go, but you don't have to go. You are you're going to choose to go. I'm going to choose to go to this game on Sunday. I could decide not to go. In fact, many of you could probably sell a ticket. But I want to get into the weather conversation and this Bills conversation. The question is a is a flat out stare at the face. Be honest with yourself. What are you more worried about? The weather forecast? Or the bad bills. Because at the heart of it, I think, is a reality that we think this team can win the Super Bowl. Most of us would think that. They're a two seed. That's very much in the mix to win the Super Bowl. And they have a great defense that's playing the best football it's played all year and maybe in multiple years. They've got a stud quarterback. They've got some weapons on offense. Their offensive line. Like they're, they're, they're pretty close to complete. And I think there is an over an overestimation on the weather here. Immediately, I'll start off with a tweet from Anthony. Weather makes the game a toss-up. A toss-up. It's a toss-up. If the game is truly a toss-up, then the value you can get on betting the Steelers is out of control. Certain things will move a spread, will move a line. And the over-under has been moving. You know, that'll, that'll drop down and down and down as weather goes. One thing that's not really happening in this Bills game, it's been a 10-point spread. Actually, it started at less than 10. It's still 10. It's a toss-up. If you bet $10 on the Steelers to win the game, you'll win 43. That's not a toss-up. Gambling terminology has become normal to kind of mix in, so maybe more people understand it, but... That's it. Bet $10 on the Steelers. You will win $43. Is that a toss-up? You know what $10 on the Bills gets you if you want to bet $10 on the Bills? It gets you like $1.50. Nothing. The spread is still 10 By the way, the Bills will get you $1.69. $10, you would win $1.69. It's a toss-up? What, what happened to everybody? I think there's a lot of panic about who the Bills could potentially be more than the weather is an equalizer. If it's an equalizer, why isn't it reflected in the spread? If Josh Allen were hurt, the spread would move. If Josh Allen were hurt, it might drop down to three. If I mean, it's, it's really hard to get the spread to move for any player injury that's not a quarterback. 
but it happens sometimes. A number of injuries, you know, whatever. The spread does reflect where money is going, what people think. And everybody knows at this point what this weather is going to be like. It's going to be ugly winter. It's not a blizzard. Could be a lot of snow, a lot of blowing snow. Could be whiteout conditions at times. The thing about gusts is that they are gusts. It's not sustained winds of 40 miles per hour, I don't think. I'll have to check the very, very latest. But do you think the game is a toss-up out there? Is, there, is, that, is that what has happened? You, the, the Bills, the biggest favorite in the league this week, who are still the biggest favorite in the league this week. It's a toss-up? How? The Chiefs are at home. Is that a weathering? Is that a, a, a mitigating factor? Is that a an equalizer? They're four and a half point favorites against the Dolphins. That's pretty much what it opened at. Minus thirty. Nothing is moved. Is is everybody ready to just write off the whole season as well? It's going to snow and be windy, so they can't beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not here to tell you that it's not troublesome the weather won't make things certain things a little more difficult but in terms of the style of this offense this is not an offense that has needed to be indoors on turf in controlled environments to do well it was rainy and miserable in philadelphia they put up 34 the most perfect game in franchise history was home it was minus 12 with the wind chill where is this idea that they're a toss-up with the seven seed? Does weather bring teams closer together? Yeah, a little bit. How much? Is Mason Rudolph the same as Josh Allen now? Is the Bills' defense the same as the Steelers' defense? Is everything the same? Just because it's going to be gusty, windy, maybe some snow. I get it. I... Wish it were going to be nicer, but the idea that it's it's now this toss up, I'll 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 allow it's a toss up when I see it as a pick'em and not minus ten. That's not the wind chill. That's the spread. So, I don't know, you know, mini rant over to start. I've got a Twitter poll. What are you more worried about, the weather forecast or the bad bills? The bad bills. When's the last time they showed up? Was it New England? Was it the Charger game? And they're down 10 points to the Chargers in Easton Stick. And they won that game. Maybe it was only seven. They were down the opening kickoff return for a touchdown to the Patriots. They've had to close out the Patriots and the Chargers late in the games and win. So we know they're good. We know they're hot. We know they're in the playoffs. They have not been dominating teams. They've been beating teams. This team nearly lost to the Giants. This team did lose to the Patriots. They lost to Denver. So we know that the bad bills are lurking at times. The turnover bills, the sloppy offense, the slumbering bills. That's out there. It's been out there the whole season. And they did enough to overcome that down the stretch, and they beat really good teams in the process. They, of course, beat Miami by seven with a punt return touchdown. Right? It's not like they dominated Miami. They dominated Dallas, and that feels good. How they dominate Dallas? With the kind of attack that would be good on Sunday, I feel like this Bills team is more diverse in its ability to do things right. Haven't we heard all year long they they can run the ball better? They run the ball better than they have in years past. James Cook's a weapon. I've got now two tight ends. 
I've got Khalil Shakir going over short areas of the field. They've found a slot receiver that can work for them. They found two tight end sets to a degree, which maybe in this weather is a little bit better. But we know they're not perfect. We know they are not an offensive I want to say they're not an offensive juggernaut. Is that can we kind of get there? We like their offense. We know it can pop off, but they're not a, they haven't looked like an offensive juggernaut since when? The Philly game? Maybe the first half of the Philly game. This Miami game they kind of looked like it. They just couldn't get the, the ball in the end zone. So I might even give you that. But to the days where you'd think, oh, this team can routinely, you know, pop off for 35 and weather makes that tougher. That I haven't seen that 35 team in a while. I think you have a tougher, more physical version of the Bills. Their offensive line is the best it's been in a while. I, I think, I hope, I hope they'll be okay. And I'm already nervous. I'm, I'm already nervous about if they were to lose, having a whole season be dismissed because, like, eh, guys, it was windy. Okay. I've seen Fury about the Bills not building a dome. Well, this is why they should have built a dome. In the 70s? Okay. Get get Marty McFly. Get a time machine. Go back and tell everybody. That's more the plot of the Terminator movie, actually, where you go back from the future and you tell people what's going to happen, right? That's Terminator. Spoiler alert. It's Terminator. Go back in time and build a dome. All right, I guess. Are we doing spoiler alerts on movies that have been out for how long has that movie been out? We have to. 30 years? With streaming, you kind of have to. Yeah, Um, you, You just never know. All right. You wanted the new stadium to have a roof. Congratulations, they're playing in the old stadium. Like, this wouldn't have helped you today. It wouldn't have helped you on Sunday. And the new stadium, might I remind you, it's going to have wind confusion. Huh? We're going to learn a little more about that soon, hopefully. I've, I've actually, uh, Josh, I've reached out to my super secret stadium sources. They're not all that secret. I kind of asked the Bills, like, hey, <laughs> instead of complaining about it on the radio, I actually reached out and said, "What do you think about like a stadium update sometime soon? Can we, you know, can we come up?" That's what a professional would do instead of me just whining about it on the air. So uh, we might get one soon on all that. But wind confusion is one of the things we know about the stadium. The way it's designed, days like Sunday when it's windy, it won't really get in. It won't be a major factor. So if you're worried about the wind and you're mad about the stadium not being a dome, the new stadium is designed by you know, billions of dollars worth of architects and geniuses to not have wind in it and still be open. I'm, I remain faithful that the new stadium is going to be a smash out of the park hit when it comes to the weather because fans will be comfortable. It'll be outside. And if it snows, it'll snow. And if it's windy, it probably won't be that windy. In fact, if it's snowy and windy in the new stadium, it might just not actually snow in it. It's my own guess, right? Because the snow will blow over the top of it. All right, rant over. <laughs> Jason writes, and I love your passion. I'm concerned about your blood pressure. This isn't one of those like worked up rants. I have. I'm not that worked up. The worked up rants are, rever- are reserved for you know when Jeff Skinner's on the taxi squad. That those are the. I'm not worked up. This is a little bit more. Like, come on, everybody's freaking out, and you're mad about the Bills for not building a dome. All right. What's that going to do for us today? So there you go. I think it's a defense mechanism. I think a lot of us, a lot of you, I am, are a little worried about the bad bills showing up because they're never that far away. 803 
It's a football Friday. Bills and Steelers. We're going to dig into it with you. You can give us a call. Sal joins us. Chris Brown joins us. We've got a Sabres game to recap from last night. Lots and lots to get to. And the national media and a lot of the conversation about the weather. It's more of a conversation in Kansas City where wind chills are said to be minus 30. And the safety of players, the safety of fans. It's not going to let up in Kansas City, by the way, until Wednesday. So it's not like they can move it to avoid a storm. All right, we'll get to the calls. Alex in Rochester leads us off. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? Quick thing. I, I think this is one of those classic situations where there's like such a gap between people who regularly attend games and have been going to games at the stadium for years and the people that just watch at home, which is fine. And I think a lot of the people that are freaking out, as you're saying, about the weather conditions are probably, probably people that don't go to the games or haven't been to these types of games in the past. Because I can tell you, a lot of the talk leading up to this game as it relates to the weather is very similar to conversations that we've had in past games, the new England playoff game. I remember the conversation leading up to that. It's going to be so cold. It's going to affect everybody, you know, Josh's ability to throw the ball. And that was probably the best time I've ever had in a stadium <laughs> watching our offense absolutely dominate and throw a ton. And it was great. So I, I think some of it is definite, and it's also classic in upstate and western New York to, you know, uh, go crazy about weather events, and then they they land somewhere far short of of what it's been built up to be. So that that that's just something that happens. But as far as the game goes, I I, I still think that the Bills have a massive edge here, and Vegas agrees, like you said, with the ten point spread. They're playing Mason Rudolph. I, I still have had someone explain to me exactly how the script goes that we lose because the bad bills that you know people are referencing that in my opinion that 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 dolphins game we won that we should have won that game by three touchdowns yeah. we destroyed that team in between the 20s and just the fact that we didn't you know convert right at the end to me doesn't in fact i have just as much i, I have way more confidence in our offense watching them play last weekend than i have had in, in weeks well the so dolphin I, game I think, alex wasn't the dolphin game a little bit of a combination of the good bills and the bad bills Sure, yeah. sure, but 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 the bad bills that we've seen in the past, I think it's been the bills mostly focused on the offensive side. Yeah. So the defense has been playing consistently well, in my opinion, for weeks. So I don't think you're going to get a bad bills defense. I think you might get some mistake bills, but I don't see that being so much that it you know has us losing to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So I, I I think we have the edge still. People need to relax a little bit about the weather because we've been here before. I remember the New England the win game. And the thing about the New England win game, I think it was brought up yesterday, we should have been throwing the ball early. And yes. in our own minds, I think we, we hurt ourselves because we were concerned about the wind. 100%. play in these conditions. 100%. You know? So we have the edge. In fact, you know, we have the edge when it comes to, to, to weather events in, in some respects. And we're at home. Yep. So I think, I think people need to take a, a breath. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. I might have to take a breath. The New England win game, I'm glad you said that. Thinking back to it, they lost because of the wind because New England got one long rushing touchdown. And the Bills made mistakes. There's a fumble on, what, their opening drive? And yes, one thing I can remember being about, about being at the game, as opposed to, you know, in, in addition to being, like, blown around, was the feeling of, why are they running it? They can actually throw it going one direction. There was one way. If you went towards the tunnel end in the win game, you could make some hay in the passing game. Allen was throwing it towards the tunnel end with some success. And once that was apparent... They kind of figured it out too late. Then they flipped and it got to the fourth quarter and coming the other way, it was uh, the, ball, the ball's going everywhere. I mean, Allen had digs open and maybe threw one to Kumaro. 
we sit the scoreboard end. So that's that's the end you couldn't throw the ball towards. And I could see the ball getting knocked down. The fourth down final play, I feel like it's a little post maybe to Gabe Davis. He might have been open. The ball dropped 15, 10 yards in front of him because the wind was just knocking everything down. But right, that was only going one way. And even that game, while the wind was a factor, that, like this is a great example of how the weather can be a factor. But also your mistakes with the weather are a factor. And that day was about mistakes, for sure. Virgil writes in, 65-mile-an-hour wind gusts feel like a little more than paranoia. Have the gusts gone up to 65? That's an honest question. I've not seen one report of a gust up to 65. Granted, I did just get up about an hour ago. Are the are, are the reports now for gusts to 65? I haven't seen anything. I, I don't think there's any wind right now, but I know it's supposed to come in, like, what, later this, this I mean, this I mean Sunday. I think Virgil's well, suggesting right. there will be 65-mile-an-hour gusts oh. Sunday. I've seen 40. Yeah, I haven't seen anything over 50. Is this, is this just adding 25 miles per hour? Is Virgil just doing this on his own? I don't know. Larry in South Florida, where it's always nice. Although, Larry, I was there this week, and it was 52. <laughs> and I was cold. Yeah, it's sad every time it's like that. Like uh, t- yesterday at work, uh, co-workers were, were like, oh, my God, it's so cold. I said, it's, it's 61 degrees. I said, no, it's freezing because it was really windy. And the sun hasn't been out. So in Florida, when the sun's not out, people notice, especially this time of year, if it was 62 and the sun was out, no one would be saying that. So I'm, I hear you, Jeremy. Uh, and it's still kind of nasty right now. It's, it's supposed to clear up this weekend, we're hoping, but we'll see. So um, I was at the game, and Bad Bill showed up uh, first half. I know we talked before the game. And then minus one bad fumble from Allen, the good bill showed up in the second half. Well, I, actually, the good punt return, and then the good bill showed up. But the defense was there the whole game. So my thought is, I don't care what the weather's like. If the good bills show up, who cares what the weather's like? They're, I mean, Pittsburgh won't beat us if the good bills just appear. And I think if Allen takes care of the ball, you know, I, I listened to your conversation on the interceptions. Um, I don't. I guess I don't mind the interceptions when we're beyond the fifty and it's deep. I don't like it when we're, you know, inside the red zone at the goal line. I'd rather get some points than a <clears throat> Allen turnover. But as long as I don't, as long as he doesn't fumble and make really bad throwing decisions. I mean, interceptions will happen. Steelers are opportunistic defense, and they will. They're ball hawks in a way. They always have been. Yeah, they turn it over. They, they turn the ball over on defense, and they don't turn it over on offense. That's their style right now. Correct. And so I think as long as Allen plays within himself, we don't lose. And, again, it doesn't matter what the weather's like. The, the guy was talking about that win game in New England. It was we were so afraid to throw the ball, and then when we finally threw the ball, you saw how we moved the ball in yep. that one loss uh, to New England. So I just say let him go, let him do his thing. Just somebody's got to talk to him about just being smarter with the football. Yep. And be yourself, do your thing, but be smarter. Might be an Allen run game. Thanks, Larry, for the phone call. So, yeah, maybe an Allen run game. Maybe you're running QB power quite a lot. I found the, 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 uh, the birth of the 65-mile-an-hour number. Gusts on Saturday expected to be 65. Gusts on Sunday, 40 to 45 possible. And again, gusts are not sustained. What was the forecast for the New England game? What were the, what were the sustained wins? Because being at that New England game, I mean, we've had 
weather events where the wind is gusty. The New England game, we parked our campers in perpendicular and tied things off so we would be sheltered from the wind. I want to I got to go back and find what the forecast was. Was the New England game 40 mile an hour like sustained winds? I don't know. I want to say it was like 50. It I, was, I, I feel like like on the broadcast, they I remember seeing a graphic where they had like a an updated weather vane that was like live, and I remember it getting to like 52 at one point. I don't know if it was sustained at 52, but it was definitely like up there at, at points in the game. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like that though. It's that's that was like just crazy. Yeah. Still looking for more. I've got 60 on the weekend. Southwest wind quarter, Buffalo, Rochester, with 50 to 60 mile per hour wind gusts likely elsewhere. Like It's going to be windy. It's going to be snowy. We don't have to inflate the wind to what it's not going to be. I'm not telling you it's nothing. I'm just, I think there's a little bit of fear of the bad bills. And that the weather brings the Steelers a little closer to the bad bills. I mean, this team almost lost to the Giants. They did score like nine points that day. 803-0550. They were done 6-0 to the Giants. That happened. In the same season as this one where we think like they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Also, the story is the weather might be bad next week. So the Chiefs, minus 30 this week, and then here maybe next week. They just have to win. The Bills have to win. That's that's my <laughs> my ultimate conclusion here is the Bills have to win. 803-0550. Give us a call on this. On the weather. On if it's the only thing you're afraid of for this game. And we'll get into where the Bills stack up. Sal Capaccio joins us at 7. Chris Brown has the call of the game. He's on at 8.30. It is a football Friday presented by Topps Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game. We're back in a snap. And that's brought to you by Snapdragon Apples, the official apple of the Buffalo Bills. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Strong entry for a power. Cousins across. Scores! J.J. Paterka. 
They came with speed. They came in hot. And the Sabres take a one nothing lead. Dan Dunleavy, the great Dan Dunleavy on the call. One of the Firth moments of the game. Brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. Happy Football Friday. Playoff Football Friday. Bills and Steelers Sunday 1 o'clock. Tomorrow we've got two games. Browns-Texans. And then Saturday night, your first dose of wintry weather in Super Wildcard Weekend. Chiefs and Dolphins. Wind chills to minus 30 Saturday night as a... Uh, system kind of grabs the entire country so that's the coldest game that's for sure bill's forecast as i mentioned 25 to 35 gusting to potentially to 45 and there will be a snow system a lake effect system we don't know exactly of course where that sets up so to be determined we're talking about that weather system and what it all means for the bills for the Steelers. the question i ask is what are you more concerned about the weather or the bad bills showing up I think the the weather should win that because, well, I mean, the, the Bills against the Steelers, they should handle them. They should win this game. The bad Bills showing up would be a shock, right? To lose to the Steelers if it were a perfect day would be shocking. It's a 10-point spread. To lose to the Steelers in a game where it's super windy and if the footing is bad, yes, weather is an equalizer. I'm not disputing that. I think... I think a lot of times when we talk about the weather, what gets some people the most upset is the idea that it's an advantage for the Bills. I've never believed it to be an advantage for the Bills. The question is, is it going to be so bad that you can't really even play a football game? And it's just kind of, you go through the motions and see what happens, toss a coin. My biggest biggest thing on the Bills and Steelers in this game is, if it were truly a toss-up because of the weather, the spread would reflect that. And it doesn't. It's minus 10, and the Bills to win it are minus 500. And the word on WGRZ's website, see, here's here's a little bit of a fun fact, says it will be breezy during the game. Now, you think of the breeze, you think of standing on the an island in the sun, crystal blue waters, and the breeze comes in. However, Josh, you may not know that according to the Beaufort wind scale, depending on the type of breeze, that covers between 3 and 30 miles per hour. That's a big range. It is. <laughs> There's a light breeze, gentle breeze, moderate breeze, fresh breeze, and strong breeze. I thought fresh breeze was like a, a scent yeah. for like air freshness. Nope. Fresh breeze is 18 to 23 miles per hour of wind. Hmm. So this looks like it might be in the neighborhood of strong breeze, 24 to 30, and gusts up to gales, like 39 to 45. Hey, I mean, if the bills are up... By like three scores by halftime, aren't we all going to feel like we're on an island in a breezy, <laughs> you know, sunny field? Yeah, yeah. The Beaufort wind scale goes from zero to twelve, and this game might be a six with gusts to the eights. I got to find that uh, Patriots wind game forecast. So, all right, I, I'm going to take some calls. I can't quite do that and take the calls. You try it, Josh. Anybody at home wants to tackle this? Let's get the forecast going into that Patriot game and, and compare and contrast. Eight oh three oh five fifty to Akron for Paul. Hey Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday. I was uh, watching Patrick Hammer this morning, and he was talking about the weather. He he also wants somebody to uh, invite him over that that has Peacock to watch the Dolphins game. <laughs> but he said um, that the weather there's going to be a band, and 
it's too early to tell, like, if it's going to go north. He's, he's thinking it might go north, but right now he has it going across. But the winds, he's saying 20-mile-an-hour winds gusts up to 40. That's what he said this morning, um, 7 to 10 inches of snow, depending on where you're at and where this band is. But what I wanted to say is, with, with this weather, I'm not afraid that the Bills, you know, have a disadvantage. I think uh, both teams got to play in it. And what I'm worried about is our – Offensive coordinator for Sean McDermott trying to run the ball like we did in the New England game. I, I heard you guys talk about it with the last couple callers. That is my concern. I, I think we're going to win because I think Sean McDermott is smart. He learned his lesson, you know, in that New England game, and he's going to say, we got a quarterback who can throw this thing in 20-mile-an-hour wins. So that's just what I wanted to say. You guys have a good morning. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Paul. I'm pulling up that box score. I don't know the forecast for that game, but the box score. So – the Bills had 131 yards passing. Allen was 15 of 30 in that game. 15 passes for 131 yards. Obviously, not great. Rushing attempts, the Bills had 25. They they ran it and passed it for the same yards per play, which is not good. I mean, they didn't run it well, and their passing game was only four yards per play. But again, the thing I might even want to dig even further into is which direction they were going. Because... New England threw the ball three times and ran it 46. And they got one big play. That's it. They got one big play. If you remember after that game, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer at the podium asked whether or not they got pushed around or if it was embarrassing for the defense. And they pointed out we gave up one touchdown. And they did not get pushed around. They got beat for one big play. One. Patriots also then went for two. That's how bad... That's how bad the wind was that day. Was kicking at that end of the stadium, the scoreboard end. Belichick opted to go for two. I don't know if this is a wind event where touchdowns are going to go for two because the kicker cannot kick it through the, the uprights. Bills also missed field goals. Bills field goals that day, too, if I can remember correctly. Let me pull up the play-by-play and find out if they did. I found the forecast. Okay, hold or on Or at least the, the, the accurate weather. The Bills missed a field goal in this game. Where were they? Tyler Bass missed a 33-yard field goal into the wind in that game. It was fourth and fourth and goal at the 15-yard line, and they missed a field goal. So there's wind, and then there's you can't kick a 33-yard field goal wind. I don't know what Sunday will be. Maybe it will be that bad in one end of the stadium. Okay, you have the forecast. I have the, the wind readings from that day. All right. Not, not even, like, you know, predicted. All right. Like, this I'm, is, like, hourly stuff. Okay, I'm a little nervous. Is it going to make me feel better? I think so. Oh. Actually, I don't know. Okay. No, I don't know, actually. It's, okay, so this is Buffalo. I couldn't get specifically Orchard Park, so this okay. is the okay. city of Buffalo. At 6.54 on December 6th, the peak wind speed that hour was 29.9 miles per hour. Okay, it's 6.54. The game was at night. The game was at 8.15. Yeah. 7.54, 27, 8.54, 26. And it kept going down as the night went on. Again, this is Buffalo, so it might be a little right, different than Orchard Park. Park. But, yeah. Wait, you're telling me the peak wind reading? It's, that's not, there's no way that's right. I, that's there's what, no way the, the, that's the, what this website There's says. no way the highest wind gust at that game was 29. Again, this is Buffalo. Sure. This is an Orchard Park. Sure. So it could have been different. I can see if I can dig a little more and get Orchard Park, but this is what I got in a preliminary search. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a little nerve-wracking for me personally. There's Well, I wouldn't really 
I mean, I'm prepared to be nervous if you tell me that the forecast is for the exact same as the New England game, a game they still should have won. But there's there's just no way that the peak wind gust was 29 miles per hour. Peak sustained wind. Anyway, we get some more calls here. Kevin in Massachusetts. Good morning, Kevin. Happy Football Friday. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Jeremy. What's hey, up? Uh, I just want to touch on the weather. The weather doesn't concern me. The the, the wind doesn't concern me. Uh, the bad bills do concern me if they show up. Um, but that being said, I do not want to see a band of snow come through and have a foot of snow drop during the game. Yeah. I think that'll be uh, really bad for both teams. But um, what I'm calling for is, is, is how to dress for the game. I know you, you're high on your muck boots. Yeah. But uh, you could have the warmest boots that are available on the market. But if, if you're not wearing the right sock inside, which is a, a merino wool yep. sock to wick away the water, your feet sweat, your, your feet are going to get cold, and, and you're all done. That's that's right about the merino wool and one layer too, one over two layers. And I also thanks Kevin. I also I'll go with those those foot warmers and put them right in the sock. Sometimes the thing about I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble with like a science lesson about muck boots about neoprene. Think about neoprene. I should just Google this before I make a fool of myself and tell you what neoprene does <laughs> or how it works. But the thing about neoprene, I'm going to do it anyway. Look at this. Look at me going for it. I went sea kayaking. You ready for this, Josh? In Alaska. I went sea kayaking in Alaska. And we're in a glacial field where you can imagine how cold that water is, right? You're on a kayak. The water is 40 degrees, whatever. And you're kayaking, and water's going to hit your hands. You wear, when you do that, neoprene gloves and nothing else. That's like the deadliest catch gloves, right? Yes. Like the big orange ones? No. Oh. These were, they, they they provided them, the kayaking company, and the way that they, okay, not the way they work, what they do, your hands, you can put a neoprene glove on and put your hands in the water and pull it out and have the water go inside and hit your hands and hit your gloves and your hand is not cold. It is, it doesn't make sense how it works, but it works. It is not watertight keeps the water out. Your hands do get wet and the gloves do get wet and your hand stays warm. So I've got neoprene boots. It's just water, wetness. If it's snowy, if you're walking in snow, it's not It's not going to affect it the same way. 803-0550. Here's one. As a guy that works out on Lake Erie and knows the winds, that New England game 100% had more than 50-mile-an-hour gusts. I had sandbags holding my tailgate tent down, and the wind still blew that tent away. Those were gale force winds. 803-0550. The other thing I'm trying to remember before we get to the break, and we'll get to more of your calls. Okay, so snow accumulation before the game. Pre-game shows at the stadium. I've been in the stadium for pre-game shows for you know years and years and years and years. I'm pretty sure it's the Bengal game last year. Pretty sure. That if you go back and remember that game, there was snow on the field, and it was slippery, but it was not inches and inches and inches you could see the yard lines you could see the field the Colts game of course had so much that you know guys are kicking up snow and making snow angels the Bengals game was not really a snow angel game and I'm pretty sure that's because as I was doing pregame they were constantly plowing shoveling clearing so if several inches falls during the tailgating hours for that entire time you'll be hopefully tuned into us listening to me I will be in the press box updating you on the efforts to clear the field because that is a part of 
keeping the grounds at the stadium. They, they're not just going to let it snow and then say, like, hey, look at this, guys. we got six inches. I guess that's how it's going to go. They're going to clear it as best they can, and then they get up to a certain time, and then they have to stop. So if the snow ban does come early, it might be six inches on our cars, and when you get to the stadium, six inches in your seat, but not six, six inches on the field. 803-0550. All right. We're all afraid of that Patriot game. They could have played it better. 803-0550 to join us. Football Friday. We're talking through it, I guess. I've convinced myself that it's not that big a deal. Patrick Hammer's latest tweet. Cold is a lock. Gusty breeze is a lock. Snow is almost a lock. Snow band will be overhead or just nearby. A little wind shift can make a big difference. Okay. We'll talk about it. 803-0550. Sal joining us top of the hour on WGR for Football Friday. Time to improve the game plan. Improving the game plan brought to you by Bathfitter. Improve your bath in one day with Bathfitter. Bathfitterbuffalo.com. Wrap the current stadium and the wind confusion stuff for the new stadium ASAP. That's how I'm going to improve the game plan. Let's do it. The uh, Tennessee Titans revealed a virtual whatever computer CGI fly through of their new stadium that they have not broken ground on it's fine i'm fine i'm good happy football friday presented by tops market score big savings and elevate your food game maybe they broke ground but it's like a year behind the bills and yesterday i uh i didn't even watch it i couldn't i couldn't bring myself to watch it they want to surprise you that's that's why they're doing (laughs) that's kind of funny they would be jeremy white josh or josh Schmidt producing jody biassi is out today uh we'll get your phone calls in with sal capaccio as well, when we get back, Bills and Steelers, the uh, the peak wind gust of that Patriot game was right before kickoff, and Josh said that weather, weather Underground had it at fifty one. That was at well, that was at five thirteen. Right before kickoff, it was forty six. Okay, so that was at seven forty five, and then as the game went on, it hung around like so. The the gusts around the game right. were like thirty five. Here's how I'm going to improve the game plan. Good news, Josh Allen's a golfer, right? If Josh Allen's a golfer, the Bills should run no huddle and have him go to the line and just like he's standing on the tee box of a par three, feeling the wind, waiting for it, waiting for it, and then as soon as it dips a little bit, bam, tap Mitch Morris, get the ball, go. Who's his caddy? Great question. Would it be Ken or ooh, would it be uh, Joe Brady? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Here's what I want you to do. Yeah, he's the one with the game plan, talking, talking to him. If it's Josh, Josh is a golfer. He'll know. There's a there's a certain skill to standing on a tee box, waiting, waiting, and you know there's no play clock in golf when you're playing as a just a regular person. You just kind of feel bad. Sorry, I want to wait a little longer. Wait, wait. Ah, I'll just hit it. Can Josh just club up? He's got the arm for it, right? Look at this. See, we're improving the game plan out here. When we get back, Sal Capaccio. It is Football Friday, presented by Topps Market. Score big savings and elevate your food game. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.